Hi, Alex. Hello, hello. How you doing? <laughs> Very good. I can hear you, but not see you yet. Uh, let me. There you go. <laughs> so you got your backdrop sorted. Uh, yeah, I did. There you go. <laughs> Is it bloody cold in there or something? Freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely freezing in there. See, that's like a new premises that you're just sorting out, isn't it? Uh, well, we've been here for about a year, actually. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh. But um, we installed a gas dryer, which takes up all the uh, gas feed, so we can't actually install any heating. So the, uh, the engineers came in and decided that uh, we didn't have a, enough uh, of a gas line in, you know, a, oh, right. enough, whatever it was. Anyway, they couldn't run more than the dryer on it, so uh, we just got to suck it up and... Uh, <laughs> hope that the heat from the heaters when they're on it warms you up that's like yeah, encouragement. yeah that's it yeah <laughs> <laughs> encouragement to get your jobs done yeah that's um, it. yeah so like can you tell me about your team there and like what what your day-to-day -day is like uh yeah uh so there's five of us here All right. um five of us uh three of them only actually joined us last last quarter actually oh i say last quarter now we're in february now aren't we so uh yeah around october time uh, for a long time it was just me and my sister um just cracking their jobs out really um but yeah uh day to day is uh, it was it was absolutely mental before christmas um just we, yeah we just had a crazy crazy quarter and then um these these latest restrictions came in and everything just really um so yeah it's, it's weird we do a lot of stuff like touring bands and things like that uh, and events we do a lot of promo um tote bags for events and stuff mm. so as soon as soon as there's any talk of restriction just everything just kind of drops off a cliff really so yeah. um i mean we still had a busier january than i think ever but i think because we got so busy at the end of last year um it's just you know, it just feels like a fraction of what i mean it's january anyway so january's january you know generally mm. quieter but um yeah hopefully it'll uh, it'll start picking up get get this covid yeah. gone man i know well well today he, he just said this afternoon because we're filming in the future but um what is it now the wednesday the 9th of february so like he's just announced today the fact that they're getting released completely but i think it's now just energy prices <laughs> it's like oh yeah here's here's covid we're gonna take like ease that off you but then we're gonna put energy on you and I think that's putting quite a bit of fear in the public. Um, yeah. Well, prices are flipping. Prices of everything. I am literally getting emails every week right now with mm. blanks going up, inks going up, um, just everything all the time. And then you, mm. my my problem is, is I haven't adjusted our prices at all since through all of this since last year. So, because every time I go to sit down and kind of work everything out, you're like another price increase comes. And you're just like, oh. and so you have to I be just, like full-on accountant to figure this shit out oh, it's, um, it's just it's it's nuts and I, I just don't want to be up in my prices every five minutes to my customers you know so I'm, I'm trying to hold on as long as I can but I think mm. we're pre pretty much hitting a point at the moment where everything's gone up so much that we're pretty much just breaking even I think so um and and, and it's some I noticed the other day some blanks gone up so much that we're actually losing money on them so I was just like oh, oh no I'm, this is God. like yeah. tomorrow morning that is that is definitely worth just taking the a horrendous day and looking at I know. it. I, I, I already started on it today. And I was mm. like, oh, I was just looking at all but, how much stuff's gone up, you know, it's crazy. I, I know. I know nothing can prepare us for like this type of price increase across the board. But I found like when I've been putting my prices up for things, no one blinks. 
Like there isn't this reaction. People don't pull back and say, oh, I completely don't. It's not, it's completely justified and it's happening yeah. everywhere. So you can put yours in as well. Cause yeah, otherwise it's doing that. What you just said, it's like eating yeah. you and then you can't serve long-term. So yeah, that's it. That's it's, it. it's so hard. Um, so you you just talked about like the quarter. Is that like how frequently you kind of like analyze all that type of um, or? <laughs> Not usually. I think the last quarter that we had, so our financial year starts in uh, beginning of September. Um, so September, October and November, when we got to the end of November, we did, we actually, busiest than we'd ever been. So we, we, we turned over more in that quarter than any entire year I've ever been in mm. business. Um, and I, I'm, I guess some of it is, is probably just because, you know, all of a sudden people were starting to get back into stuff and everybody's just going nuts going, yeah, let's just, you know, let's just hit it again, you know? <laughs> um, so I would imagine that some of it was that, um, some of it was new clients and things, you know, that, that I'd worked on relationships throughout COVID and things that, you know, stuff started to come to fruition and whatnot. But um, yeah, but generally, no, I don't, I don't usually, I've, in the past, I've always been happy to just, just be a couple of us, rock up at nine o'clock, um, you know, do the jobs and, and go home, you know? Yes. Um, <clears throat> but I think, as you start growing and things get busier and more work comes in, it's, it's harder to do that. Mm. <laughs> so I think in that quarter, I had, I, I was back to working seven days a week, coming in at 4am, going home at 10 o'clock at Four. night. 4am. I am not kidding you. Alex. I was a dead man walking. That's man. not funny. And you've got a family and stuff, haven't you? So yeah, it was, oh, it was honestly, it was mental. And, um, and at, at the time in September, it was still just two of us. And she was off sick for one of those weeks as well. And oh, I was man. like, oh my goodness, just trying to get trying to get the work done. So yeah, come uh, by the time we got to um October, November, I took on a couple more guys. And um yeah, yeah, it's, it's all right actually. It's uh, I just find it really strange because I've always just done everything, you know. So trying yeah. to trying to sit back and and like uh, it's awkward, isn't it? It makes your makes yeah. your organs tense up watching someone do something that you think you could do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so it's so hard, and I think, and I'm such a softy as well that telling people what to do, I, I actually find really hard. So for me, that's a massive learning curve right now. Mm. Just, just trying fi to fire your first person, and then it'll be really easy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, you're like <laughs> you know, you're just like I don't know, it's funny. and then you might like harden up a little bit. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe. The studio looks so clean. Look how shiny that floor is. I'm envious yeah, of man. it. Yeah, yeah, I I repainted it over Christmas, so I, I'm just I, I love things to be clean and tidy, like yeah. uh I just I hate mess and just to the end of last year, just the place was chaos, and so I just took a couple of days when when we finished everything off for Christmas, said to all the guys, right, go finish a couple of days early. I just came in and I just painted the floors and yeah, yeah. just chill chill out, you know. I think that's why I thought you'd move to a new premises because like online, if you're looking at if you're looking you up. You've kind of got that one where you're up against the shop window. Okay, yeah, photos yeah. Photos like that. And then I saw you doing like spraying all the walls. So I thought, oh, right, it's just gone into a new, new unit. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, last, last, not last October, October before. So, yeah, just, just every year we've been here. So, um, mm. but yeah, I think because of through COVID, because everything went so dead uh, and that's when we moved um, and, and just after we bought our new press and everything. And so everything just went quiet. So. I just stopped spending money on the place then, you know, it's yeah. like, it's just don't have it, you know? So, um, yeah, so just waited really. And then, uh, you know, started doing more then at the end of last quarter, just cause we had a bit more money, you know? And mm. I, yeah, I just like a nice, tidy, clean place, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, it I just, quite, just makes I, it much nicer to work in, you know? <clears throat> I, I completely agree. Like, it's, there's nothing that would annoy me more than printing, like, you know, four colour front and back or something like that. And then the sleeve just scuffing on a bit of red ink on the back. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not wasting shirts on like stuff that's preventable like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely part of part of what we do, like clean down and then you finish the job. But I know it's easier said than done when you're actually in production. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you about like, the way you present on like Instagram and stuff. And I like, I like the way how you're very like honest and your family comes up a lot and it's kind of like really real, like as a small business person. Mm -hmm. Cause like I, I read that one post that you did and it was, it was like talking quite um, openly about like, you're, you're relatively scared about what's going to happen. You're like saying in the description, um, I'm not sure what's going to happen. This is all of our, everything's just turning off. And I saw that some other people reached out, but yeah, I just think that a lot of the time on Instagram, people do a lot of corporate stuff and they don't show themselves, but you're kind of like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, I think that's just how I am in everyday life. Really. Um, I'm just, I've always been just really open. I'll talk to you about anything. I'll talk to you about what I earn, what, how, how good or how bad the business is, is going. I think, it, you know, I think as people, especially in the UK, we're, we're so stiff, you know, we're so afraid to share personal stuff. Mm. Um, but I've always found in life, when you make yourself vulnerable, you know, and you're honest, like just relationships grow so much faster because people mm. are not afraid to then tell you where they're at. Because, you know, I think, yeah, so many of us are so insecure, I guess, you know, and afraid of people's reactions or what people might say or whether we're doing well or whether we're doing or we're not doing well or mm. whatever. And whereas I've always just been like, oh, this is me. This is my life. This is how it is. It's, it's, you know, things are great right now. Things are not great right now. And you know, everybody goes through it, whether or not we yeah. admit it, you know. So, yeah, I've always been. Yeah, I've always just been really open, you know, about what I'm learning, you know, and it's same with sharing knowledge and things. You know, if I learn something new, I'll. I'll I'll happily put it up on Insta and, you know, yeah. because I just think, you know, when I started out printing, you know, I only started 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago, I just couldn't find anything, you know, know. anywhere, you know, <laughs> apart, apart from, you know, what's his face from Ryanette, you know, like, yeah, I know. like we started at the same time, I think, oh, did we, you? but different ends of the scale. Did you start a t-shirt printing from the start? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I yeah started in, yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah. 2012. Yeah. Yeah, there was so, a few uh, floating around, wasn't there? But it wasn't like you're trying to look something up and then you're like, ah, oh, you haven't shown me. You've just shown me this bloody ink that I can't get my hands on anyway because it's in America. Yeah, I know. I know there is a frustration there. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. So, I, yeah, so I'm all about just sharing what I've learned. I think I don't think there's point being scared of somebody stealing your business. You know, I just think, mm. ah, you know, your customers work with you because they like you because, you know, because of the way you work and if and if they don't they'll you know if they penny if the penny pinches you know and they they want to go somewhere else for you know 10 quid then fine go somewhere else then that, that's fine by me you know I, <laughs> I, I i'd rather you want to work with me because of who i am and, and the quality that i produce really so um, yeah. but yeah so all about being open and with my family as well you know my family uh you know i got five kids so and two <laughs> mental dogs um but uh yeah i just think that's what life's all about really isn't it you know it's yeah. like that's that's the reason i do this is so that i can provide for them and i can raise my family you know so yeah yeah all about that the good stuff man 
Yeah, it's also there's there is like a psychological thing where if you feel like you've helped someone genuinely, then you feel like you feel like a closer bond to them and you want them to succeed a bit more. So like asking questions and trying to get help from people actually allows that kind of like relationship to build in the first place, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a lot of kids, five kids. Yeah, I'm one of seven, so I know what that situation <laughs> at home is like. Thankfully, not the dogs, but I could just like swap them in for brothers that I had yeah, running man. around. Uh, I would I would swap our dogs for kids any day, man. Dogs are, are, they, are any of those like triplets or twins or anything, or is it just no? No, just one after the other, <laughs> and all like and all, all all with the same woman. That's usually the question I get asked first. With the same woman, I'm like, yeah, uh, the same woman. <laughs> Uh, at school, I used to get asked, like, oh, did you, your parents not have a TV? And I'm like, fuck off. That's the, the most disgusting thing I want. Stop it. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, get that one a lot. I know. That's me in. So can you see, like, you building this business? Like, I know you're saying you want to supply for your family and stuff, but have you got, like, an end goal for how large you want to get? Or is expansion the key? Or how do you business? To be honest. I think a lot of the time, I'd walk away tomorrow if I could. <laughs> you know, I think it's like, I don't know. I mean, like, I think, it, I think I'm fairly good at a lot of the stuff that I do. But I, I, like when I first started, I was like, my, my goal was always just to be the best that I could be. You know, it was never to make a fortune and, and, and still isn't really. Mm. Um, it was just. I wanted to be able to print a full color print and do the separation myself. That was my goal, you know. Yeah. It was. Uh, I never. I never set out to print shirts and and turn it into a business, really. Um, and uh, it just happened because I was playing in a band at the time and we needed some merch, and so I set up in the basement, you know. Yeah. And um, so I've never really had. Yeah, I've never really had a goal as such. I, I'm not a business person. I'm just a creative guy in business, you mm. know. I think that's why I say I'm, I'm a bit too soft you know for this sort of stuff really when it comes to the business side of things but yeah I don't know I mean I definitely don't want to do it forever you know I don't want to be pushing squeegees till I'm 65 you know there's other yeah. things in life that I want to explore and I want to try and um but I think at the same time uh I do need to make a living and at the moment I couldn't imagine doing anything else really um mm. so I think you're unemployable now Say again. Do you think you're a bit unemployable with your like mindset now, like yeah. making your own money and stuff? Oh, not there's not making your own money being employed, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I have thought about it a lot because, um, especially through COVID, actually, um, there was a couple of points where we were like a week away from just going under. Um, and at one point, actually, I even had a deal in place with a larger company who were just going to buy us out um, and just employ me as a production manager and take on the staff. And wow. um, at the last minute, I just I pulled out because um, I was like, oh, I put 10 years into this. And then to just give it away, I'd have made nothing on it. It would have just literally paid off the machines and, you know, I'd just then be employed by someone else, you know. Mm. But I just wasn't ready for it. And I'm still not ready to walk away yet. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the biggest things is I don't know if I could work for somebody else. Um, I have thought that's a lot a about kick. it. That's great yeah. for you to even even either way, whatever you did in that situation, it's like brave to like take that decision head on, and you have to do a lot of soul searching, don't you? That's probably why you're yeah yeah. I, hmm. I, th I think so. I think see i'm not very money driven i've never been money driven i just money to me is just it's just a tool you know it's yeah. just it's it so i think um 
a lot of time when I make decisions, when it comes to money, it's, it's not money that, that, that makes a decision for me, if you know what I mean. I think for me, it was more the fact that I put so much into it and I didn't want to lose it on such a downer, if you know what I mean. Like mm. if I lost it because I made stupid decisions or whatever, then fair enough. But because it was something, COVID was completely out of everyone's control, you know, I think mm. I just like, ah, oh, I just didn't want to just, just see it go in those circumstances, I guess, you know? Mm. Um, but um, yeah, but yeah, I definitely want to do other things. I, one of the things that I've been thinking about the last couple of years is going to train to be a paramedic. Um, oh, cool. just, just because, I don't know, I, I print shirts every day and there's not a lot of purpose to it. Do you know what I mean? I know, it's I like, do know what you mean, yeah. Like, you know, people are happy with a great job and it, it means that small brands can make money or, or bands and talk can make money. But um, yeah, I don't know. I can't help but feeling sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to do something that I really feel like is helping people, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But that's, you know, I've got plenty of time. I'm only 34. So, you know, I've got lots of life ahead of me, hopefully. So, um, <laughs> so for now, the focus is to just, yeah, just be the best printer I possibly can. Um, yeah. You know, most eco-friendly I can. Um, you know, and just hopefully serve delight customers, as Warren Buffett would say, delight your customer. <laughs> you know? I, so. Yeah, I, the, the the most impressive thing about your page, and when I was like talking to getting you on, it's like you do the most difficult, colourful jobs. And I know you have an auto, but most of that is down to the colour separations and like maintaining all the colour levels and making it really vivid. And I can see that you're trying to work with like magna colours and stuff and make yeah you're, you're just making a lot of choices in your printing and not just mm -hmm. whacking it on the shirt so can you talk me through like where like have you always been into like water-based or are you transitioning or you do both or well water-based so i think i was about i was probably about three years into printing um when i decided that i wanted to start working with water-based um but at the time, I, did, I didn't even know there was a difference until Virus came along. So I don't know if you mm. know much about Virus Inks. But um, at the time, uh, Dave Roper was selling Virus. He started talking about this, this new ink that was coming out. It's water-based. You know, it's much easier to clean, blah, blah, blah. So at the time, I, I don't know, I put about a grand into buying, you know, the pigments and the bases and stuff. I was like, this is amazing. We're going to become a fully water-based shop yeah. now. It's, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then I, was like, <laughs> I started doing some prints and I was like, Oh crap! Yeah, you it's got not, burned. Not, you're, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, painfully, painfully know, dead, man. And so, yeah. So, and ever since, it's been like this thorn in my side that I'm just like I've always wanted to master. Like, I think that's what drives me most in in running a business is is a challenge. You know, mm -hmm. um, as I say, not money, but a challenge. You know, to 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 nail that, to do it. And so, anyway, uh, after about six months of of just horrendous time with virus because we had a little six color at the time and um just just trying to you know really with, with that water base at the time you had to flash after every color but nobody told me that nobody taught me that you know i didn't there was no information anyway so um so i so so i'm i'm here going why on earth can, you know am i am i print sticking so <laughs> am i much? am i you thick know? i don't yeah, yeah. you're like yeah on a little island and then yeah. there's the pressure isn't there of the customer and and everything <laughs> it's like yeah it's like being on a travelator like going towards the customer and you haven't got the job done in time but yep. yeah 100 percent. so anyway i gave up on virus um and just went back to printing plastisol um started doing some stuff with discharge on the base and you know plastisol top getting 
getting all right, nice, nice prints, but it's just still plastisol, you know, it still has that feel, you know, no matter mm -hmm. how soft you say it is, and it <laughs> is, it's it's not, it doesn't feel like water-based, you know? So anyway, I left it for, for a long time, um, and then a bunch of stuff happened. We moved from where we lived in Manchester back home to Wales, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, um, last year we we bought a big gas dryer and and the um, a new MHM and and that that's makes why a big difference. The, the oh, gas yeah. dryer having like I was trying to do I'm trying to do water based paste on a tiny little dryer and I'm like I'm sure this isn't it I'm sure this isn't the way and then you're heat pressing stuff but you haven't got that how do you get how do you get past that bit where with plus or you could do a couple of tests to see if it's cured. But how do you test whether water base is cured apart from well the thing it depends on what you're <laughs> using so like mm. um so we use so we now use a lot of magna magna is probably what we use the most uh, we use uh, aquaflex v2 have you heard of it yeah yeah um, awesome. so aquaflex v2 i love it because it's um like when you know if you're setting up a hoodie job for example like today we printed some hoodies i put them up on our story actually some uh, purple hoodies with a bright yellow print um yeah. so to print that with plastisol you've got to make sure that I mean, you've got to make sure your palettes are warm anyway, uh, whether you're printing with water-based or, or plastisol. But with plastisol, you, you really have to make sure that your your palettes are warm enough so that you can warm that plastisol ink. So especially mm. in a, you know, a, a premises like, like ours right now, it, like it's so cold. Pick up plastisol, it's like flipping stone, like, you know, yeah. like it's like you could <laughs> crack it on, on the wall, you know? And um, so so you have to really get that soft enough so that when you print it, obviously it's not it doesn't rip your your hood off the off the palette and it you know it doesn't doesn't end up smudging because you're hitting so much pressure and you know flipping stretching the mesh or whatever. Um, whereas with V two, it's it's not that at all. It's just just a, a double stroke and it's like it's not stiff. It's it runs really you know really easily. The only thing mm -hmm. I find with um, with V two is that you've got to be careful with. Um, it will sometimes stick if you haven't got enough v2 in your screen so one of the things i've i've realized is that when you don't have enough see with plastisol you can get away with it, it doesn't matter because it doesn't dry Whereas running out of ink um on, yeah on so, so yeah so so yeah so if, if with plastisol if you're running out of ink on the screen it doesn't matter as long as you've got some stuck to your squeegee little yeah. bit stuck to your flood bar you can you can push it you can you should have seen it. how far i push that sometimes you're like <laughs> scraping out of the tub and then scraping it off the spatula because that's the rest of it. and then you're like mm, there's another squeegee over there that's got a little bit i'll just scrape it off of that as well yeah. i know what you mean by that but yeah keep telling us about water-based though yeah so um so with water-based it's not it's not so it's not as easy as that you can't you can't push it in the same way because if you're not completely flooding your screen then it's starting to dry up and so the ink starts getting thicker so as you print the ink will then just stick to your garment and it'll it'll pull it'll kind of you know how the screen just goes yeah, yeah. pop yeah. you know um so it ends up it ends up doing that but as long as you keep enough you know ink on your screen so i will put probably i don't know probably three kilograms of v2 on a screen um <laughs> you know and i just i'll have a nice thick you know yeah yeah literally. just chuck it on there i just have a nice nice thick flood and it just it just runs then it just runs and runs and runs it's really good um but anyway why, why did we get onto that what was i saying my ink uh, journey, wasn't it yeah just like what have you landed on now like would you say that you reach for the most so, so yeah, definitely Magna is what we go for the most. Um, and yeah, so having the dryer, you know, it will just, you know, it, you know, it, it'll say on your, your, your tech sheets or whatever, when you buy the ink, you know, cure this ink at 1.5 minutes for, you know, at this, at, you know, at this temperature or whatever. Um, but Matt, V2 is quite similar to Plastisol. You can give it a bit of a stretch test. Um, 
uh, it's actually a lot, uh, it cures a lot faster actually than, mm. um, than like say for example, HB, have you used the HB range? Nope. So Magna HB is like a uh, more translucent version of V2 is probably the best way to, to put it. So we use HB on anything light. So if we're printing light t-shirts or we print in tote bags, most tote bags that we print are natural cotton. Yeah, yeah. So it's really easy for that. Um, like Pantone mixing is just so much easier than Plastisol. It's not necessarily as accurate color wise. Mm. Uh, sometimes I find we have to do a lot of tweaking. You can't take um, a drop back though, can you, Alex? I know. <laughs> You're like, ah. Yeah, like get a straw or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or tissue, <laughs> tissue. Just grab a tissue and just try. Yeah, yeah. Should do the tissue, not yeah, the yeah, straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Dab it and just let it kind of soak up. Um, but no, what we tend to do actually with mixing our our pantones is so when you when you uh, get your recipe out, so usually it'll have your bases. So it'll say you know if you print an Aquaflex or HB, it'll say HB opaque and then HB neutral then it'll tell you the, the biggest amount of pigment. So it might be red HB, for example, you know, mm. uh, four grams. So you pour four grams into it or whatever. And then as it goes down the list, you get less and less. Like, so usually- Not quite ignore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. So, so when you get to say your, your black, that, you know, if, if you need to add a little bit of black, into say your red to just make it a little bit darker, whatever it is, um, what I tend to say to the guys is don't put the black in mix mix the color together before you add the black so anything that's a dark color on the end i always say don't put it in mix the color see what see where it's at if it looks like it needs to go a little bit darker rather than putting in the 1.5 grams that it says just put a drop in mix it put a ah. drop in mix it put a drop in mix it um and actually it saves a lot of time in the long run um and saves a lot of ink because you can kill the colors like that yeah mm. and the, th the thing is is it's really hard to come back from being too dark really really hard depends on the color obviously depends on you know what's going on but it's very very difficult to come back from going too far um mm. it can be done but you end up just making flipping 1.5 <laughs> kilograms instead <laughs> of 200 grams you know yeah so so a lot of time when that happens it's because we don't actually save our colors our water-based colors um like we do with plastisols uh so what we do is we usually as I say, most of the stuff we print is HB. So we'll print a job, whatever's left over, we chuck it in a pot, we mix it all together, add a bit of black pigment to it, and that becomes our black ink then. So oh, it saves, right. saves wasting the inks um, and always means you've got black to hand because uh, black is probably what we print the most of on tote bags, you know. Um, That's very interesting. That's like over-dyeing shirts when they when they do that in the factories. Yeah, yeah, just like, turn it all black. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Clever. And it works really well because, one. you know, we wouldn't necessarily use that black for um you know some sort of high-end fashion you know t-shirt or whatever um but yeah for like tote bags that just need a black print doesn't matter nobody washes tote bags nobody no, no nobody's going to look at the black color and go oh it's uh you know, <laughs> you know it's uh yeah it's just a good way to to, to stop waste i guess so yeah water-based is um is something that we're we're trying to move more over to um but it is difficult so aquaflex we use um so if we've got a, a multicolor spot you know, like, say you've got a, a, a big spot red and a big spot blue mm -hmm. going on a black shirt. Then obviously you've got to print your white under base, then you've got to flash it and then print your first color. But then you've got to flash it again and then print your second color. So for us, we can get away with printing two colors plus an under base because we've got two flashes on the auto. So mm. but anything above that, then we have no choice but to switch to plastisol at the moment um, because we don't have a big enough press and enough, uh, enough flashes. So in that case, we might print killer base, uh, magna killer base uh, with plastisol on top or just a plastisol under base and then plastisol yeah. on top. Because um, the thing is with plastisol, you can, if you have to, if you absolutely have to, you can send it around the press twice and it doesn't, doesn't matter other than it takes longer. 
um you know obviously you'd rather do everything in one hit and you know round once and be like yeah i'm a hero you know but doesn't <laughs> doesn't doesn't really doesn't always work that way so but you can't do that with water base because it just dries and it gets sticky and so i know i think yeah it's it is a challenge but i do appreciate the effect i'll send you one of my water-based um shirts and you can you can analyze it <laughs> as, yeah, a, as a little present but yeah i know it's tricky also, then there's some, like other variables in there, like with discharge prints and stuff. And you think again, oh, okay, I've nailed this discharge ink and the curing. And then a random garment comes up and it just throws it all off again. So uh, yeah, it's it's, it's really, really frustrating actually with discharge. It's because I love it actually. Um, so with our bag work, any color bags, we always just print discharge um, because I don't know if you print, do you print tote bags much? Yeah, but I haven't really talked about discharging them. Yeah, so of what color they are? Or... Well, the, the reason that we discharge them is because tote bags tend to shrink on press. So once you once you hit them with a color, they 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 just shrink, and so some it can be really hard to get an underbase and then a flash, and then your colors on top without a bit of underbase showing, unless you go for a bigger stroke, a uh, bigger choke, basically. But you want to be careful how big a choke you you go for because otherwise you just end up with a blurry edge yeah. you know looking print so we started experimenting with discharge um and yeah pretty much every color bag we print now we print with magna print abaw mm. discharge it's just so fast you don't need an underbase uh, whack it through the gas dryer and and it and it's cheaper actually i think our discharge cost us about half the price of v2 um i've been working out wow. trying to work out the prices with these recent um, increases <laughs> but yeah it literally cost us about half the price to, to print with discharge so um but wow. the same so, and we you know we get people asking for discharge with with clothes and stuff but i'm finding that discharging clothes is just becoming harder and harder you know because you just just the discharging is not not it's not just not working as well you know so yeah. it depends i mean if somebody wants a gildan we, you know I'll say, yeah, okay, we, we, we can discharge it as long as you are happy for a bit of colour variation. Um, but we don't, I mean, we, we don't really print a lot of guild and stuff anymore. A lot of stuff we print these days is Stanley Stella, AS Colour, stuff like that. Um, and that stuff, I, I was saying that, AS Colour discharge okay. Um, we did one last week, I think it was. Have, have um, you found that, like the, the Stanley Stella stuff has that kind of like silicone layer on it, like silicone-y, I've been talking to Magna about it. And they were like, just, yeah, it is quite difficult because they've got added softeners and things on the garments. It just turns brown. So, <laughs> so if you print a white, if you would print a white discharge print, it just it looks like this. Like I know. Know? I was like that was, again, I was on the on the thing with Magna. I was like, is this what you're supposed to be getting and stuff? I just it's so tricky to find out whether it's you or the system, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. No, I, if, if a customer comes along wanting Stanley Stella and they want a white discharge print, I just say, look, just, just go with Aquaflex, just go with water-based. Um, and uh, yeah, and so generally that is what we do. But then we also yeah. use virus. So virus, I absolutely love. Virus is amazing. Um, it's not very popular over here. Hardly anybody uses it. Um, uh, but Are you it, saying virus? Because earlier you were saying you moved away from virus. Yeah, so I did you move are, away from virus. And then so, you came back. Yeah, so I shall continue. Uh, are we hating virus? Are we loving virus? <laughs> no, no I, I absolutely love virus. Um, so, yeah, so I stayed away from virus. And then, um, as I say, last year when we got the dryer, um, that's when I bought some more virus. And then I bought the, the Magna stuff. 
the virus wet on wet system um so it's the whole idea basically is you print your under base you flash it you print another under base you flash it so then you've got super bright uh, under base and then the idea is that you print every other color wet on wet because when that color goes down it instantly dries so it's touch dry so if you print the first color then you touch it and no ink comes off in your hands, you know? Wow. So, so that means no ink builds up on the bottom of every other screen. So you could print, you know, five colors after your white underbases with no ink buildup whatsoever. So your, mm. your dots stay perfect. Like they're just, they're just, everything's really crisp. But the problem is, <laughs> always a freaking problem. Like, so the problem is, is our MHM has honeycomb palettes. And the idea with the wet and wet inks is they've got a whole temperature. But the honeycomb palettes are designed to dissipate heat really quickly. Oh, uh, I see. So I'm in this absolute mirror of a position at the moment where I bought all this virus ink. So I've been going back and forth with them for like the last year. They are incredible at color separations. Um, and um, so I'm like all excited. Yeah, man, I'm going to I'm going to print mainly for virus for all my, you know, for all my high detail work and everything. Then started running the jobs and started running into those issues then because mm. by the time you've printed your underbase, your flash, your underbase, you print your next color and your next color. After that, you can't print wet on wet anymore because the palettes are cooled down too much. So at the moment, I'm experimenting with rubber. Um, yeah, I was about to say that you could put like toppers on your platens or something. Yeah, so I've been doing a bit of experimenting and it seems to be holding temperature, but I haven't, I haven't yet spent out on the rubber for all 12 t-shirt palettes. It's like a grand to buy the yeah. rubber and get it get it yeah. over here you know so um so i've been experimenting with uh, just a spare sleeve palette that i have and just doing tests on you know how how much the temperature holds and everything but um i think for all my full color process stuff um if i was able i think i would use virus for all of that uh, because mm. you so i do most of my color separations in-house uh, the only reason i wouldn't do it is if i'm too busy um, like what program do you use and stuff so I use Photoshop and Separation Studio. Um, mm-hmm. So it depends on what the art is, depends on what it is I'm trying to do. So sometimes I'll just go all the way in Separation uh, in Photoshop. Uh, sometimes I will, I'll never usually go all the way in Separation Studio, um, but I might just open it, just get it to very quickly separate out my underbase and all my main colors yeah. uh, and then open it in Photoshop and carry on from there. So it depends on how much I think I need to do. Um, but virus, uh, they so they have this CMYK process system. Don't know if you know of it, but it's basically CMYK and whites. So traditionally, you would look at like a full color, you know, process piece, and you go, "I would never print that CMYK because you can't get the colors." But virus can, so they are absolutely amazing. And I have of- to look that up because everyone's got their own like, you know, panto mixing system and stuff like that, but their own CMYK and white, that's pretty impressive. Isn't yeah. It? So basically what it means is you send it to them for 40 euros. They'll do a color separation for you, which will include mm. two white underbases, CMYK. Um, they send it back to you. Uh, they tell you, you know, they tell you what mesh counts to use and blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, and then you only ever use the same four colors plus your white, you know, so you mm. never have to mix Pantone colors. And the results, the results are the best I've ever seen. Like they're, they're amazing, um, mm. but I've, just frustratingly, I just cannot run it with my palettes at the moment. So, um, and I have tried and I have tried and I have tried. And, so many uh, variables, aren't there? It's just like yeah. every time you upgrade a bit of kit, you're actually throwing the whole ecosystem off. And then you're trying to improve something and then that throws, that has like loads yeah. of ramifications across the whole board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a nightmare. 
but Magna do a similar version to their wet and wet system, yeah. which is called Edge. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's just, you know, the, the, what you've got to be careful of, obviously, is, is how quickly the stuff dries on screen then. Um, so I've not tried the Edge edge stuff. Um, well, it's because it's another grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, go fix this one. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah, virus definitely worth having a look at. Um, I, I say, I think, I think this stuff is amazing, and it's it's even great for spot color stuff. So we have done some some jobs that, um, yeah, you, you print your two white underbases, you flash it, and then you can just print your spot colors on top. Whereas obviously with Aquaflex, the problem we have is we've got to flash after each of those colors, which you don't have mm. to with, um, with the with the virus wet and wet system. So, but the downside is is obviously you know you you have to have that then shipped from you know from over in Europe. So you've got extra costs and things like that. But I just think that for full color work, the cost is worth it. Yeah, um, especially if you're, that's what you're getting known for and that's what people are seeing and going to you with. Yeah. And I think the other thing as well is with me now taking on staff and you know trying to grow a little bit, the whole point of, of it is that I can remove myself from the process and you know be able to take a week off for you know, the first time in 10 years or whatever, you know? Um, <laughs> but uh if i'm the only one that does separations then you know it's never going to happen so uh so i'm starting to kind of outsource some separations now just to try and just so that i don't you know because it, it takes a long it takes years to learn that stuff you know so i'm not yeah. going to you know get in a member of staff and you know spend ages and ages trying to teach them how to do a six color separation when yeah. you know i can just and pay can somebody go. else to, yeah yeah that's it yeah. so um but yeah, but with the virus, you you just everything's the same. There's no, there's no variables. It's always the same squeegee angle. It's always the same hardness of squeegee. It's always the same mesh counts. It's you know, and it's mm. you send it to them, they send it back, and so it means that staff can whack it on press, you know, and you know it's just going to be a banging job. Like the reds, the reds are incredible. It's just like <laughs> it looks like a spot color red, you know. Um, and uh, but yeah, yeah, it's great. It's it, but as I say, I've got to figure out a way to be able to run it properly um yeah perhaps a, perhaps a bigger press and an extra flash or something you know i don't know um you're talking about like your team and stuff like um the people that apply to come and work here like we get a lot of applications just because we're on instagram and stuff but they're not like i can tell that they're not the kind of right people that we're attracting mm -hmm. i'm not in the situation that you are where we're like a bigger production situation I'm, we're a bit more different but how do you filter out people who just think this is like an arty environment to get into? They did art at school and they think they're going to be good at this. And how do you like, I mean, how do you kind of like, because this is manufacturing really, isn't it? It's, it's, it's a cool environment, but it is still manufacturing and there isn't, like we're not asking your artistic opinion that much yeah. to pr yeah. produce a shirt, but yeah. people feel like if they come from an arty background, then they're, they're going to have a, they're going to have, freedom of creativity but that's not it yeah yeah like how have, how have you found like attracting the right staff or filtering them out or uh i have no idea no I'm, idea I'm, just like I am, okay. I am i am this is the first time i've ever done it and i'm i'm learning as i'm going um so i think uh definitely probation periods are good you know 100 percent um i've definitely um Definitely. Let's just put it this way. I've learned some lessons, some hard lessons. So, um, are there any you can tell but, us about or not? Uh, not. No, it's okay. Duh. I, think, uh, I just <laughs> think that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think. I think it's really easy to be, you know, to. Well, uh, here's an example. So we ha we had one person apply, um, and he was super enthusiastic and like, uh, you know, we, we were only speaking on email at first. He replied to to an ad with his. Um, with a CV or whatever it was, and 
Um, he couldn't he couldn't come along to uh, 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 what was it? Yeah, an interview that I was trying to sort out with him. He couldn't come along because he, he had some gig or something. So he's like, you know, cool guy who's you know in the music industry, blah blah blah. And you know, it's, you can tell by his language, he's really confident, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyway, after a bit of back and forth, it just it turned out he was just he's kind of making excuses and whatnot. Um, because he was meant to come for an interview. And but the day before, I had another guy come for an interview who was a lot younger, a lot more shy. Um, turned up early, you know, didn't ask me with the address or anything. He just turned up early, you know, very polite, you know, had his mask on, everything, you know, chatted away. I thought, oh, this, you know, he's a really nice guy. He seems, you know, quite confident. He seems really mm. interested in what we're doing. He's got a bit of a, seems to have a bit of a head on him. Then the following day, this other guy was meant to come who's, you know, really, um, yeah, just re really confident. And, and so for me, I was like, I was quite excited about this other guy because I was like, yeah, he seems like somebody who really will fit mm -hmm. in, you know, yeah. kind of looks apart, covered in tattoos and, you know, all that, that typical screen printer look, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's our um, age group though. It's not, it's not yeah, the old yeah. one. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, long story short, he, um, he ended up going to our old premises, um, and he didn't call me, he just sent me an email to say, um, I think I'm outside, but it looks like you're not there, you know? So, um, got back in touch and said, oh, no problem. This is our address. You know, you must have looked, found an old address online or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So he said, uh, so I said, just come on up now anyway. It doesn't matter that you're late. Uh, but he was like, no, I've got to go for family emergency now. And, yeah, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's just yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like, yeah, it sounds like yeah. uh, dating when you're um, when you when you're like nineteen. It's like, sorry, are we go. Are we doing this or not? <laughs> that's really funny. 100%. But then, that's like three excuses. It doesn't matter how cool you are if you're using words like "oh, just, just" or "this is like an unusual circumstance." It's like it never is. It's like with with any, people in any way. It's like the rush orders that we get that person isn't under some unusual circumstances. It's a rush order with them every time, any time of the year, any size of job is always going to be like that. Yep. Yeah, yep. Filter, filtering That's them it. out is, is difficult. But also yeah, spotting it. You have yeah. to be burnt a few times, I think. Yeah, and that's it. And I think, yeah, so, so my thing would be like, it's very easily, it's very easy rather to, I think, be charmed you know and think mm. you're looking for one thing when you're not so anyway long story short i emailed him back and i said no worries mate positions filled i gave it to the quiet boy who turned up the day before and he's he's amazing you know like yeah. the guy is you know he's, he's great he's already doing all of our basic separations um he's all you know he he cleans all the screens he makes all the screens um mm. so he does the whole pre-press process by himself already you know he's only been here two months so nice i think um but i would never have imagined that you see and so that's what i that's just why it's just so hard. I think, mm. I think if maybe just a probation period is, I guess is probably the most important thing where you're not tied to anything, you know, um, because you can have somebody who turns up and they're useless, you know, as, as uh, you know. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that by the way. I thought that everyone had a general level of um, coordination. But they don't. <laughs> like I've seen people like, uh, you're at an embroidery, I've got a little embroidery machine. Well, it's, not a little, it's just got one embroidery machine. And I'm like, I can so, like set it all up, put the needle through all the things. And I'm like, okay, it's done. And then I was teaching someone how to do it. And it was like watching, I don't know, so it's like it was infuriating. And I was like, I can't employ you because you've just spent five minutes threading one thing. And then you're asking me whether you've done it right. And it's like, I, I, I have got this level of patience. And to them, they don't realize how impatient I am in my head, but I know. <laughs> 
I feel like I feel like part of the job interview should be like, can you catch this ball? And you just like throw it at them. And if they could catch it, then they're one step closer. I don't know. It's, it's good. Just, it's good. I, I might have to implement that. Yeah, I think we need some tests. Like we need to build up a few of these tests by talking to each other um, and different screen printers. Because yeah, hand-eye coordination and just a little bit of problem solving. That's that's why I wanted to bring them to an escape room, but all the escape rooms were closed because of COVID. Imagine just viewing them on that monitor. And you're like, it was just yeah. like arguing and battling. And yeah, then you'd see the, the, the proper problem solvers coming to the top. Because, yeah. Mm, yeah, it's very different. So, some, some people are good with their heads and not with their hands. So, you know, doesn't solve everything, does it? Like, uh, what we need is a special screen printer test. Yes, I know. We, we work on it together. It must be, yeah, it must be like a short thing. Something to do like hula hoops and juggling and I don't know. But yeah, I'd rather have someone with hand-eye coordination rather than book smarts. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. 100%. <laughs> um, so who do you kind of like, because you said you're working the, the studio with your sister. Is she just like a business partner or is she in there or like- No, no, she's just worked for me for a long time. So she actually joined me a couple of years after I started. So she's been with me eight years this year, but she's leaving in July. Oh gosh. Yeah, flipping husband knocked her up. And so she's gonna go be, <laughs> she's gonna go be a stay at home mum. like, what's <laughs> So um, yeah, so she will be sorely missed. She's, um, yeah, she's just always done my screen stuff really. Um, so uh yeah but uh what was the question um yeah no she's not she's she's ju just an employee just she's an employee <laughs> I see. but uh yeah no she's uh, no she's great i will miss her when she's gone she's uh good yeah. worker i think i think what i'm trying to ask is like how do you make decisions for like the business and things like even strategy wise little things like mark how do you figure out strategies for marketing or that that whole decision you made with not selling off like do you have anyone to talk to or any mentor people or no not really i just go home and whinge at the wife really that's, that's <laughs> okay. yeah. and then and she just goes yes love yes love <laughs> <laughs> um, no i don't i no i i would say i'm not a business person i've never written a business plan i've never i just i just don't think that way i, I just kind of maybe i should maybe maybe i'd i'd have a much bigger business if i you know, used a bit of business sense. I don't know. Might be smaller. Yeah, might maybe. be smaller. I, just, I don't know. I think I, the truth is, I just don't care. You know, I just I say I just want to come and do what I enjoy doing mm -hmm. um, for as for as long as I can do it, or you know. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have any good wisdom or advice. Really, just mm, it's, crack on. I I definitely cracked on for a long time, and then I um read an absolute shit ton of books on business and it's very addictive because you're like oh my god I'm so pumped up about this new like idea and for a lot of things it did help us like even seemingly obvious things like not just taking on every single job and getting led into all these different print methods and oh I think I could do that I could buy a little bit of kit to service that one job yeah. it's that kind of reactionary um thinking which i've managed to get away from i think but i saw i saw on your website you said something like we don't do sublimation and vinyl anymore because now we're in love with screen printing but 
Do you think they were distractions at some point or? Yeah, yeah. So actually, uh, like, what are we? Yeah, probably seven years ago, I used to do everything. Vinyl banners, car wrapping. Yeah, me too. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, how did you like realize that might not be the best option? I'm sick of it. I just, got to, I just didn't enjoy doing it. Like, it's just like, I think um, what I've always loved about screen printing is that there is, it, it is a creative process, you know, whereas printing business cards isn't, it's just file print sticking through the cutter, file print, you know, it's just like, it's just, it's just, so I just got really bored of it uh, more than anything. Um, and so, I, you know, I started out with screen printing and, and, realize and not only that it's screen printing it, it just it made more money as well so yeah. i you know i enjoyed it more it, it it gave better returns um so yeah i just i just kind of just got rid of everything else now uh, and 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 people still ask us you know can you do this for me that i just say nah we just we're just screen printers um i think for a long time i got sucked into that oh yeah okay let's buy a machine for this buy a machine for that um whereas now if 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 there's any money to be spent it's it's always about making a better quality product. Mm -hmm. um, so at the moment, I'm considering my my next steps for direct to screen, and um, you know my next steps for a bigger press, or you know, and you know, should I put in a mezzanine floor so that we've got more space? Should I, you know, am I interested in hybrid or DTG stuff? That is is all very relevant to what we're already doing, um, but is. Um, DTG, I'm, I'm just not so keen on really. So I probably will never go down that route, to be Skip honest. Skip over it, probably. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not touching it ever, but. Um... Yeah, it's, it's definitely a different, different ball game. Hybrid, hybrid, I'm really interested in. But yeah. that's, be, that's because of um, the customer base that we serve. Um, and it works with water-based inks and all, all the stuff that you know about anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, that's it. That's it. But the, the cost is insane. It's just crazy, crazy cost hybrid. So. Um, but yeah, so now if it's if it's spending any money, it's just it's just to be better at what what we do really. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm not I'm not afraid of spending money. I'd rather put money into having better gear um, and putting a better quality product out than putting it in my pocket really. You know, because that's what I get more joy from. You know, seeing seeing the print and going that is sick. That's that's banging. You know, I'd rather <laughs> do that than pay myself an extra five grand or whatever. You know, because it's. Mm. it's Money, money does, doesn't really make you happy, does it? It's just, you know, it's yeah. just a thing. So, yeah, so, um, yeah. I, I was going to talk to you about your purpose and stuff, but you kind of brought it up before. It's, it is difficult knowing that you're doing a trade because, yeah, there isn't a huge amount of meaning in it. But I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's tricky. I know you're not, like, saving the world, but you're, you're do, you're, you are creating and doing your best and providing for your family and stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. You're thinking like, is that enough? So oh yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah, definitely. Like, mm. I, and, and it's probably one of the biggest things I struggle with. I would say in whether I keep doing what I'm doing, you know, mm. what I'm doing rather, is just uh, it's just I just just go, what am I doing? Especially when you have days when you're dealing with horrible people. Do you know what I mean? I, know. Like, <laughs> you, I don't you know, need to be here for this. I know, I know. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just uh, you know, I mean, luckily I've I've gotten rid of um, bad customers. Um, just because I say, cause I'm soft, I don't, I'm not that great with conflict, you know? And so not only that, I, because I'm so passionate about giving somebody what they paid for, cause I, I just get so sick 
of going to a company buying something you don't get what you pay for you know or or if something's wrong they won't fix it or whatever you know i just i hate that way of thinking you know for me i'd rather lose money on the job i'd rather buy all the garments again and redo it you know no questions asked if it's a mistake of our own you know mm. but some sometimes stuff isn't your mistake I know. it's yeah. a customer's mistake or it's do, do you know what i mean or, or like flipping egg yesterday i spent my entire morning with dpd trying to sort out a flipping order that was meant to be going to a band on tour um and yeah it just anyway long story short i just i just you know got to midday and i was just like my brain is fried you know because i've got a customer who's angry at me you know and it's 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 completely out of my hands i'm doing everything i possibly can and just mm. it's stuff like that that you just go oh man these are the days i want to walk away you know yeah but, i know um, it's because like a colder person who hasn't doesn't give a shit to the customer they're getting the same result but you're so passionate and trying to push it through there might not be anything you can do about it but yeah it's hard to not expend energy on that type of thing i think oh yeah definitely yeah. definitely bring it we, home and stop bringing it home but that's that's again that's a really hard thing to do it's just it is it is people, yeah. people always say oh just uh just take some time off and you're like uh it's just, it's just <laughs> have you seen that box of shit? <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's tricky you know and you know obviously it could be a high pressure environment we do a lot of fast turnaround stuff um so we do a lot of same day work so if it comes in before half eight in the morning we've got to ship it by four o'clock that afternoon wow so we have to prep the artwork make the screens get it on press that's insane how are you doing that (laughs) uh just systems we've just we just just over time just worked on it yeah it's amazing how quick you can actually get stuff out the door because i speak to a lot of printers and they're like take three weeks and i'm like three weeks if something's on our board for more than three days i'm itching like i'm like (laughs) you know i just so yeah a lot of same day a lot of next day and a lot of three day turnaround stuff so um who's demanding same day who's who's doing that we've just got a couple of contract clients who um sell to uh end users who might buy 100 tote bags or whatever um, and they pay extra for a fast turnaround. So um, same day shipping will be basically for them, it's next day delivery. So, um, but we give them up to a certain time of the day. So I think the same day orders has to be confirmed by day, I think for same day order. Um, for a next day order, obviously it can be confirmed any time before the end of the day for it to mm-hmm. go out next day. Um, but yeah, and then, and then we, we, most of our clients now are middlemen um so which right. actually I, I really like um because they're, gonna, not, they're in they're like incentivized to be drumming up business for you really yeah and i think not only that it, most of them are proper business people you know who are like hard ass you know they just go after it they take no crap but that's, that's not me you know i just want to be the guy in the background who who makes the good stuff and gets paid my share of it you know mm. and that's that's good enough for me um so it just means i mean i haven't i haven't advertised for like four years or something you know I just I just I just can't be bothered with marketing and trying to sell myself to people mm-hmm. you know like I'd rather just I'd rather just have a few you know fewer clients who are going out there bringing me lots of work and are happy with how passionate I am about serving them and then um, and I have great relationships with those those few customers um and it's I, and and the great thing is is you don't have to do anything you just you just come in in the morning and the jobs yeah. jobs jobs are in the portal and you just yeah. download them and you just you just print them and send them out you know um so yeah and, and if there's an issue uh, 
and it's not our fault, I no longer have to deal with the customer about it. You know, they deal with the customer and they just tell the customer, no, this is how it is. This is. You're like, oh, fault. I've done that's... this one last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's like, it, yes. This one hasn't got a spelling mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. So, yeah, so I, I really like that. And, and the fast turnaround is great. And I mean, it's good because if you have a quiet period, like today, I sent all the guys home today about three o'clock. I've told them not to come in for the rest of the week now. Um, yeah. because what I'll still pay them, obviously. Yeah, it's Wednesday, so I'm told not to come in t- tomorrow because we we printed, I think the guy printed six or seven jobs today. Um, most of them only came in yesterday and the day before, I think. I just said to them, look, guys, just get these jobs out of the way and then and then you can you can have the rest of the week off because wow. because it's January, uh, well, February now, but it's still quite quiet. Um, I just don't see the point in getting them into Twiddle Thumbs. I'd rather yeah. just just you know just just go and chill um but what it means is that you know when when things pick up and it's busy the guys are aware that i've given them plenty of free time off you know in the quiet times and they're happy to put a bit of extra time in you know to get caught up on the stuff when it does come in but equally they know if if something comes in tomorrow morning and it's too big for me to just do myself you know i'll drop my text and be straight down so um but yeah it's, I do like it. It just means that we don't have three weeks of work ahead of us. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I prefer it that way, really. Um, I, I feel like I could speak to you for hours, but I'm trying to, the podcast is um, about the 45 minute one, but I think I have to get you on again. Past that. <laughs> I know in, in like a few months when I've done the rest of the UK, I'm going to get you on again. Cause you're like, I don't think you realize you're just like a big well of information, but you probably like kept it all in your head for a long time. You haven't had anyone to, to chat shit about with <laughs> yeah yeah that's it i don't know man there's some sick printers out there that i look at and i'm like man these guys these guys really know this stuff who, who, who would you want to see on like who who are you like um who would i be interested um monster press you know monster press i know monster press i've asked him but he said oh i don't know he's a bit shy or something or he wants to see how it goes He's really I'll cool. get him on. I will get him on. So I'll just... those guys, those guys have produced amazing work for for a long, long time. Um, so I definitely think that the industry can learn a lot from those guys. Definitely. Um, I'll send but... this message to them as a little video thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. <laughs> um, who else? Who was I looking at? Who I noticed the other day? Denver Print House was it? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know how you say it, Subcooler or something like that. I don't know that one. I'll have to look it up. Subcooler. Uh, let's see how they're spelled. Um, to be to be bloody ages to, to figure out how Venus Sangre is spelled. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sub, Subucooler. S-U-B-U-C-O-O-L-A. They, uh, those guys, those guys so, use uh, water-based as well. Um... In screen printing, those guys are all water-based. In fact, yeah. those over in America, they used only virus for a long time. So they really know this stuff with virus. Like, mm. I, you know, I feel like a lot of time, I mean, I guess I guess with social media, you can look at what people are posting and just, it makes everybody's life look insanely amazing, doesn't it? Mm. Um, and so, um, but yeah some, of the, yeah, some of those guys, the stuff I see looks really cool. Um, cool. I, you're, you're just making me double down on getting monster press on i almost had um awesome merch as well the guy who oh yeah 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 so he's kind of like thinking about it as well he might come on in a few weeks but i had his interview all lined up and then i felt like his business was so big that he just would not bother so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know 
I think it'd be yeah. interesting. Yeah, I know he's not like Definitely. a screen printer like us, but he's kind of gone. Yeah, he's gone in a completely different direction. But yeah, I mean, yeah. they do everything, don't they? But mm. I think is it four screen printers this it's literally yeah just yeah the, yeah. And, yeah yeah and i guess yeah i mean yeah for me i think then i i'm yeah i would say i'm mostly interested in the people who are in the trenches <laughs> yeah yeah who are just yeah. doing really good stuff you know um <laughs> i'm trying to think who else i speak to um but i don't know if i think of any i'll let you know anyway yeah um next time oh, yeah. sorry go on yeah, just just chat to screen printers every day because yeah. they're, they, you know, they're always replying to your posts and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and you just, you know, some stuff I'm doing for the first, like this week, we, you know, we printed on polyester shirts for the first time with Magna over this last week, you know. I've never done that before. Um, but I've been back and forth with a few other printers who were thinking about it as well and not yet tried it. And, um, and uh, yeah, I just, just decided, oh, I'll just buy some black blockers, see how it goes. I never ever going to print polyester with plastisol ever again <laughs> like it was so easy so fast so bright and so soft um, yeah but um, that is relatively new technology like in the scheme of it though having that type of stuff available to us but yeah i think yeah it, there's a lot of innovations with water base that we all are just getting pulled into anyway so yeah i like that we're all chatting to each other more as well yeah yeah oh definitely but I think what would be interesting as well is if you manage to get some of these manufacturers on who manufacture like MHM, Rock, you know, whatever, and see, obviously they're all salesmen and they're all like, they're all everybody's press is the best, you know, but it'd be interesting, be interesting to see their, uh, why don't, why don't, what I could yeah. get is um, just say it's, yeah, just me and Rock and then like invite MHM on at the same time and then we'll all have like, just like, spring it on them and then they're all like oh yes. really awkward <laughs> we just watch them squirm against each yeah, other trying not to trying not to bring each other down but also like bringing each other down <laughs> slapping on each other 100 percent, man yeah, oh, yeah it would I, be interesting even yeah, like definitely. tony palmer tony palmer i went on as well tony palmer is sick we've had uh tony, tony palmer down here I'm always talking to tony all the time like mm. he's just he's just out and about he just he just knows his stuff like you know he's just anything that you are stuck with he'll, he'll always have some sort of answer to you know he's just mm. he's great he's great he, and he, he you know he always makes time to reply and you know but um mm. and i think i think because he's becoming as well he's like so well known all around the world i guess with you know people just getting him into the shops and spending the day with them and mm -hmm. um yeah he's just yeah he's just like a big bucket of knowledge like yeah <laughs> Awesome. Well, I'm going to send you a shirt and I like your, um, your, no one's sent me a cartoon yet, but yeah, that'd be cool to put that as a little thumbnail in a few weeks and I'll get it all over to you. Yeah, Thank you very much good. for coming on. No worries. Appreciate it. it I'll have to get you back on. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Let me know. Cheers. Uh, Thank you. Bye. -bye. bye.